my uh, electric and heat bill is probably at the most it goes to is maybe three hundred dollars mm-hmm. in one month. And wow. for the most part, it stays about two hundred, two fifty. I keep the heat at about seventy three, seventy four, and it's warm in the house. Mm. But I, my house has been was built in nineteen oh nine, so you know the insulation and in that it's brick, but it gets cold in this motherfucker. My heat is never gas. We've never paid more than two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, mm. Your house and my house are about the same size, but normal is ninety five dollars. He got his kids running in the treadmill to fucking power the house. <laughs> you want to live here? You want to work. You got to burn off that energy. <laughs> I was working since I was an infant. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Hour, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, George, I'm being a packer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rook, and I'm here with my main man. Yo, this is L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Protagonist. What's up? It's your boy Vin in the building, a.k.a. Kiko Kito. Last, last bit of the Coquito I'm drinking right now that I made. It's a mixture of all the batches. I want to thank all the people who bought and uh, fulfilled my dream. So now I'm the king of the town of all Coquitoness. <laughs> and uh, I'll be back next year. And I think I might try to do something this summer with a Coquito ice cream. Let's see how that works out. So if it works out, I might be selling pints to that. Same taste and deliciousness. We'll see what we can do, you know. Expanding the empire. Listen. Wow. They call me the king of Coquito. I will have a pet mule that will bring the coconuts. And that's it. Happy New Year. This is Alaric. Nice. I felt that. (laughs) I felt that. They, you know what I felt? I felt <laughs> if you don't shut up about Coquito, I'm not going to be able to do my fucking Yeah, I didn't know we were doing plugs. We were just supposed to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing plugs before the hellos were over. He's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, click the buy, subscribe now, follow. Guys I'm surprised he didn't give out his phone number and his website. Yeah, my link is www.kidcoquito.com. You better go get it right now. Yeah, you really should lock that shit up tonight. Just call it before uh, this special bat, man. So what's what's going on in your lives? What's going on, Coquito man? Since you were on fire, I'll let you go first. What's going on? It, well, it's a new year, a new hope. So far, so good. Um, I know <laughs> when I was watching the fucking <laughs> the fourth, he's like, yeah, so nigga. far so good. So far so good, right? I'm, my head's still on a swivel, but I know when the clock was uh, counting down because I basically. New Year's Eve night, I fell asleep, woke up like about 20 minutes before the ball dropped. 
and I turn on uh, Dick Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve, even though he's not there anymore. I was going, I thought I was going to see a Dick Clark hologram, but I didn't bring that nigga out like Tupac. But anyway, um, before the ball dropped, I was still thinking like, yo, it's like 20 seconds left. <laughs> what the fucking happened in the last 20 seconds of 2020? I was waiting for the comet to hit us, some shit like that. It was just kind of bugged out. Then here we are on the fourth, still waiting for something to happen, <laughs> but so far, so good. Um, you know, I did the whole sage thing. I threw out the water. I did the whole cleansing of the house and uh, going to 2021 with uh, with hope. Hope we get the fuck out of this COVID shit. Keep it moving. It's coming. But other than that, it's like, you know, everything's good. How was the holiday? It was quiet. I mean, you know, I didn't do much. Christmas was quiet. We didn't put up the decorations and things. And then, like, New Year's was another day. I had to work New Year's Eve. I got off at 2 in the afternoon, came home and drank. But, you know, uh, luckily I had to, I had New Year's Day off. It was just, I guess it was just a regular day. I, I wasn't as hyped as it was in the past, I guess, because one, we're getting older, and two, this year has been kind of surreal. So we kept it low key just in case we had to, you know, get the hell out of here. Mm. Because uh, I don't know if you were aware of this. Uh, there was supposed to be the revolution on the first. I got I got the postcard for the second. See, <laughs> they called me on the first and said, hey, Zeke, where are you? I said, hey, man, you said the second. <laughs> so, so, Zeke, I have a question for you. Are you the only person holding up the revolution? Because apparently anytime you don't show up, it doesn't happen. Can, it, can the revolution not happen without you? Because apparently that's been the case. Well, I used to work for Verizon, so I know things about telecommunications. So I'm the one who actually hooks up the illegal cable in the clubhouse. Right. And I'm also in charge of the beverages and the pork rinds and the hamburger helper without any hamburger in it. So we just have helper sandwiches. That's what fights the revolution is helper sandwiches. You do and raise beer. an interesting question in my mind. What do racist rednecks eat? We like tacos. As much as we hate Mexicans, we love fucking tacos and enchiladas, bean burritos. I don't know why. I hate Mexicans, but I love their food. It's it's kind of an oxymoron. That's a big word for me. It's kind of an oxymoron. I feel like their entire life is an oxymoron. Like everything that they supposedly hate publicly, they covet privately. I mean, I love teeth and I don't have any. So go figure. Right? <laughs> I love a good smile, but I don't have any teeth. So, you know, it's OK. So so you mean if you look at a redneck's well, rousing yeah. history, it's going to be Mexican food, Nancy Pelosi and uh, black women, black porn. No, IR porn. What's IR? Interracial oh. porn. I love it. I like to look at those cuckold sites. <laughs> cuckold. <laughs> I want to get my wife cuckold. I guess she needs to be cuckold. I, I, you know, that's my wife, and I, I love her. But I've always wanted to watch a big buck slayer. You know what I'm saying? I want right. one big think, boy like that. The term you are looking for is black spade. Whatever. I wanted to get cuckold. Not, not that I would know. So if you'd like to download a copy of LO's uh, Porn <laughs> Glossary, uh, visit Cody $4.99 my cash app. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These motherfuckers are just be quiet. Oh, my God. What was I watching? He's sick. What was I watching? <laughs> It'd be like watching Sauce, shit like that. One of the fucking crazy-ass videos. Think of what? Uh, <laughs> oh. Speaking of crazy videos, have, have any of you seen Two Girls, One Cup? Yeah. Two Girls, One Cup. Hasn't everyone? No, what is that? What is that? Oh, no, come on. You, have, 
Leon, you have never. Seen I've never that. seen that. You've never seen two Leon. girls one. Girl. I, I heard you talk about it one time. I, I think reference it one time before. All right. So oh, we, man, what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do is we're going oh. to at some point record the reaction video because you guys need to see this shit at least one time so i i at least one time leon has done it but i I don't i can't believe that uh vin has you said he's done it yeah leon's done that he's done some cool crazy shit like that Okay, he's gonna Google my representative he's, knows exactly what it would have done. I have no idea what we're talking about. But all right, you're gonna smack him for saying you're gonna smack him for saying that you did it. Really, <laughs> when you get a chance. Oh my god! But, but, but I think he was but, giving, not receiving. I don't think. But listen, to be fair, Rick. To be fair, Rick. I am. I am totally like. I think you are the one that told me to watch it. Did I? Did I do a reaction video? Did we do a reaction video? I'm at a complete lost words right now. When, well, when did you watch it? When did you watch it? We, I, I mean, that was years ago. I have no years idea. Ago. How long. Yeah, it's years ago. But I, but because I these two it. have not seen it, I, I would it. love to do a reaction video of them watching it. Like we can't obviously show it on our show. Yeah, but we can show your reaction to the video, which would be hilarious. If, I think. If, it, if it anyway, with anything bodily fluid or shit, I don't want to see it. I'm not German. Oh, he's such a prude, man. <laughs> so vanilla. <laughs> L7 all day. Okay. Now, you know, uh, I'm into what I'm into, but when it comes hey, to... Hey, it's, two, it be, it's ah. two girls. It's two girls. You'll, you'll like uh, it. Trust me. Girls, one cup. It, one mm-hmm. cup. They piss and shit, and they drink it, and they eat it. They smear it on each other. They have sandwiches. Do they eat sandwiches? Don't is, try is to get right is he on the right track? I'm not gonna tell you. To you just gotta you gotta watch. I'm not gonna eat or don't try don't try to guess. Don't try to guess. But anyway, that's for a later, that's for a later time. What's going on with you, Rick. I'm gonna send Rick a scathing email if I watch that shit. What in the fuck? No, 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 no. You can you're not allowed to watch it on your own. Oh, we have yes, to watch have it. To it has to be a reaction yeah. video. We, uh, we can do it on a live. Can we do it on a live? Can we do it on a live? No. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I can watch Not it on my phone and we just won't. They can watch it on the phone and get the reaction on a live. Yes. Okay. Right, as long as we right. have it recorded, it's, it's cool. Yes. Right, we you have to record the reaction because. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do that tonight. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coden Party, <laughs> goddammit. No. What is going on? So, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy um, New Year, sir. Happy New Year. Holiday was pretty nice. Um, i tell you one thing. I, I thought about Rick in the conversation we had about gifts um, at about 4 o'clock in the morning when I was still wrapping gifts. I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> and... I was just tired of wrapping gifts. I was, my wife w- w- fell asleep and then she woke up 
And I just looked at her exhausted, like, don't even talk to me. Just, just, I don't. And it was actually a few gifts that I just decided I'm not going to rap. Here you go, nigga. <laughs> just not Here you go, nigga. It's a, it's a fucking toy, nigga. No, I, there were a few I didn't even give them. They were, they were just like, all right, they're just going back in the bag. And he'll get them probably for his birthday. But uh, I was just like, yeah, we, we, we wild out. But it was a nice time. Everybody had a great time over the holiday. My, I, I couldn't wait to tell this on a podcast. My youngest, who's who just turned eight last month, is like bawling in his room, and we're like, "What happened?" You know. So we're in our room, and we're like, you know, we're calling his name, and then he comes into our room, and he's crying, and he's like inconsolable, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" And I think I was trying to get something done for the show, and I'm like, "All right, let me take a moment to step out of this, and then." listen to what he was saying and then when he said it i was like are you fucking kidding me so he goes <laughs> i was thinking about i don't want to be nine because of all the responsibilities that come with being nine. <laughs> <laughs> is he is that frederick douglas reborn like what's going on <laughs> what did you tell him he was responsible for? Did you laugh immediately? I was trying to get a sense of what is it that you are going to be taking on in the next year so we can be aware of it? Because apparently you are having secret meetings in your bedroom. And someone told him you are going to pay all the bills. Oh, shit. Joe Biden asked him to be on a committee of some kind. I, I believe he's been asked to be on a secret mission and we yeah. just won't see him again until he's 29. But it, it just, it, I just bust out laughing. He got upset because I was laughing, uh, but I was like, yeah, that's funny. Like, wh- how is that not funny? He was by himself in his room. Yes. And thought about I, it. He was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. He must have saw a video. My birthday's coming in March. I'm going to do that. Yo, he must have seen a video and something something triggered that because that's some funny shit to me. That was crazy. Like like he saw a video, don't turn nine or right. this so will happen. That's that's like, were you just watching something? Like what happened to make you wow. have this reaction? He never answered the question, so we just kind of let it alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, we had uh, breakfast, brunch, slash dinner-ish type thing. We ate out of control. Yeah. A lot of good food. Um, for New one, Year's, more we had a, one more question in relation to, did you ask the other child what he may have told the younger child about what happens when you turn I nine? Did. I asked, like, did you talk to your brother or something? Like what? I, it just was so incredible <laughs> that he had this reaction. It was just, just so I'm thinking like, okay, the oldest had to say something to him or he was what watching. Are you, uh, what do you mean? I got to work in a field. <laughs> what field? <laughs> You don't know that, that that's what dad's going to do. He's going to put you in a car. He's going to drive you out to a field. You're going to have to fucking pick shit all day. <laughs> what are you talking about? Until you you're know, 10. Until you're 10. And then after you're free. <laughs> and then you're free. Uh, yo. That's oh. what I had to do. Remember yeah. when I was gone? You <laughs> start thinking back. Hold up. <laughs> no. Um, what's crazy is that I used to do crazy shit like that with, with, with my youngest when she was little. There was a green building on uh, 440. It was this big, ominous-looking green building that looked like a like a hangar, some sort of aircraft hangar. And I got to tell her, I said, if you're bad, I'm going to take you to the green building. <laughs> so, with my imagination, of course. All of the year award goes hey, to. Listen, sometimes you got to fear them into doing the right thing, right? So um, 
So, and people going to listen to this like, this thing is, is ridiculous. So I would tell a story and, you know, my imagination, like, yeah, you know, they keep all the children in there who are bad. They make them work. <laughs> you know, they don't really feed you much. So if you're bad, you got to go to the green building. So we would go by the green building. And I said, you going you gonna to start acting, you're going to act good. She's like, yeah, don't take me to the green building, please. <laughs> Traumatized. <laughs> and, I, I had an awful thought if you just pulled in front of the building, jumped out the car, opened her door, and just started grabbing her. <laughs> out! <laughs> <laughs> Pulling her towards the building. <laughs> but then what, what's funny is that because I guess my daughter appreciated my storytelling abilities because I, I used to make up stories for her as, as a child as well. Good stories. But the green building story, it would take a life on its own because then she would ask me, so what do they eat in the green building? I'm like, eat? They don't eat. You just work. You eat whatever's left. You know what I mean? And I would just tell her, and then she was like, I guess she she started liking the story, so she would ask certain questions to get more out of me. <laughs> like, what do they do? Yeah, what do they like, make? This motherfucker's full of shit. Let me break up this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what they what eat? denomination are they paid in? <laughs> Word? <laughs> They're not eating. <laughs> How tall is the guy inside? Word. <laughs> what he uh, eat? What, he <laughs> oh, what kind man. of security cameras do they have? <laughs> oh shit. Um, but yeah, but the other cool thing we did was we had a lot of actually my wife is becoming like the super party planner. So we did like this Sunday uh, challenge with all family members through Zoom and everybody had to get their ingredients and make their Sunday and everybody ate it. So that was cool. And then we did this art project. So it was I, had, I haven't drawn anything in years, but it was fun to sit down at the table with everybody and draw. But the coolest thing, well, it's not the coolest thing because the cool things with the family were really cool. But we sat and watched Tenet, the movie Tenet. Have you guys watched Tenet? No. No, with I JD didn't want to pay Washington. $20 for it. I do want to watch it though. It actually is worth I wanted to wait for the theater. I wanted to wait for the theater, but maybe I shouldn't wait. Crazy confusing. Like, so if you liked Inception, it's more confusing than Inception. Mm. It is definitely going to blow your mind. I've got to watch it again. I want to pay $20. (laughs) It is like, what is happening? And then I started looking looking at the different um, possible um, theories that they could have been portraying in the movie. And it just, it is nuts. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this. And uh, wow. Yeah. And the other movie, if I'm doing movie reviews, uh, Sylvie's Love with Tessa Thompson. And I can't think of his name because it's an African name and probably would be very easy to say in a year or two because this dude is an awesome actor. Is he the Um, one who played Martin Luther King in Selma or no? No, 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 no. This is Kerry Washington's husband. Oh, okay. But really good movie, solid film. Really? I couldn't get through the first 30 minutes. Oh, man, it was I, I think it, I like the simplicity of it. It wasn't trying to be anything other than a love story. And that's what I liked about it. It didn't. The connection between the two in the beginning didn't feel real. Mm. It felt contrived. It felt like it was leading somewhere. It, it's sort of like, you know, these two these two are supposed to be getting together, but you can't really see why they're even attracted to each other other than I, they they're attractive people. I think that's a fair criticism, but I just liked it. Because I, I didn't think it was trying to be anything other than a nice thing. And I didn't like that they tried to make it look like New York and they obviously filled it on the soundstage in Los Angeles. That's I hate true. that. Yeah. And the other movie I saw was um, Education. I skipped. <laughs> so you, you put me on The Small Axe by Steve McQueen. 
And um, there's five episodes in this one anthology of films. Yeah. And we were looking for something to watch late night. And we were like, all right, we're not watching anything that's going to make us want to go start the revolution. So education was the least militarizing film of the last three that we need to watch. So we watched that. Still got pissed off, but not as pissed <laughs> off as the first right. group, uh, at least the first film. Mangrove. Yeah. Mangrove. Yeah. So it's been a lot of food, a lot of movies and a lot of time with family. So I had a good time. That's awesome. Awesome way to spend your time. Absolutely. And to just kind of get rid of 2020. Slid into 2021 on some real cautious shit. So I saw a meme that was like, what if at 12 midnight it just becomes uh, December 32nd? (laughs) (laughs) You guys are not leaving ever. I own you bitches. (laughs) So what's up with you, Rick? Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota 40 fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call. 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. Peace. This is everyone's favorite couple. Yeah. We're sorry. We don't beat up elderly people because they think they're cuter than us. Not at all. We like to walk them across the street. That's what we do. Yes, but in the meantime, between walking elderly couples across the street... We take their wallets. <laughs> and we also listen to Decoding 40. Because it's dope shit, yo. <laughs> and great content. Thank you so much, guys. Wishing you a happy new year. Lots of prosperous blessings and love. All that shit. Happy New Year. No. Oh, man. Um, I'm good. Holidays were good. Just, you know, it was quiet, low key. Spent it with the family. You know me. I'm not a huge uh, Christmas person, but, you know. Really? I. But, you know, I, I enjoy spending the time with I enjoy spending the time with the family. But, you know, obviously we don't get to, you know, go to my mom's house, which is usually like the centerpiece, the, the centerpiece. Everyone's just sort of gathers there. But um, it was nice because we had I had my wife's mother over and we made dinner. Well, this is the second time, like Thanksgiving, my wife and I kind of combined and, and made dinner together. Like she made a dish and then I made the rest of the food. And then this time she made two dishes and they were, they were good. Yeah. You know, um, (laughs) my wife's not the cook, right. But you know, she's trying and, and like for, hold hold on. hmm. Do you you guys hear that click? That's Rick stepping on the landmine. (laughs) 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 Well, that would be the land. I'm not saying anything. She or anyone else who knows her doesn't know. Don't move, sir. Don't move. (laughs) No, but that, that was cool, you know, and and the kids enjoyed themselves. They got some nice little gifts and games. And I think they've broken at least three things that they've gotten already. (laughs) Um, That sounds about right. Yeah. You know, Really, really nice. Uh, my my brother in law who who isn't who's isn't Christian either. He's uh, he's listening. He's 
but he's he's been really generous with the kids and and uh, my sister-in-law has been really generous with the kids and and you know it was it was good you know and, and new year's that was just me and the wife and i we literally i was trying to use the bathroom and it was like one minute to go so I'm like trying to force the pee out so I can wash my hands and get to the living room and, uh, you know, make out at, at midnight. But it just seemed weird because when we were watching the uh, the ball drop, they were trying to make the crowd seem like there was nobody there. Like there was no crowd noise at all. But there were people there. They just weren't they just weren't playing the noise. So they didn't want people. To, I guess they were trying to discourage people from coming down to Times Square. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was, it, it, you know, it was only like a few people they were allowed down there and they had like, each person had their own little section, little box, but it was kind of weird that the cr- there was no crowd noise. They would show like a little bit of the crowd, but it was like dead silence. That's interesting. I, I didn't look at any of the images of the TV shows on New Year's, so I don't even know what Times Square looked like. So they actually did have people there. Yeah. They, they had like first responders and, um, oh, okay. doctors and nurses yeah, it's sort of like they're working their ass off all 2020. The first thing they want to do is stand in the middle of Times Square. Yeah. All night. But it was different because it's like VIP treatment. You had like, oh, it, was okay. like right. it was like going to a, a skybox. You had your own little box. Your own I wonder if there was any bums there. Oh, that's nice. I like that then. What level yeah. of bums? They swept up the bums two two days before. Actually, I was at the uh, uh, New Year's uh, celebration. It was rather extraordinary. Um, they had sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I have never had so many different types of sandwiches in my life. I've had cheese and turkey and turkey and cheese. These niggas had all, they have five types of salamis. It was great. <laughs> well, um, the other thing I was excited about was that uh, schools actually opened. Oh, wow. Physical. Schools physical actually, uh, f- yes. Wow, my daughter! My daughter went to school today, and we didn't think it was going to happen because there was there was they were supposed to shut down schools if the infection rate reached nine percent. And we'd been watching it since like Thursday, and like Thursday it was like seven point eight. Friday was like eight point something. Saturday it was at nine or eight point nine nine nine. And then this morning it was at like nine point two, and then they were like, oh, but the infections aren't actually in the schools. So that's the number that we're sort of going by. And I was, I was grateful for that because, you know, if, if, if it's not, if that's not where the problem is, then, then the kids should be allowed to go to school. And sorry, especially, bro, but that's bullshit. Like I want you to live your life and have your kids be able to go to school, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's literally uh, playing with numbers. You. That is literally no, that's just playing with numbers. Why is that? I, First of all, they said the infection rate can't exceed 3% in the schools. They've already shat on that, and they've just like, whatever it is. And to say that it's over, not over or over 9%, this is like really some imaginary number because these teachers and custodians still have to travel in the city. I keep saying nobody's moving in a bubble, so the exposure is still there. Yeah, but the, the exposure rate for the, that's for the entire city. So right. if they if they look at just what's uh, the people that are being infected uh, who are related to the schools, it's way lower. Look, 
There's there's five kids. Five kids and two teachers in my daughter's school. <laughs> Everything in your oh, eyes is the same. The other, the, other <laughs> thing, let me, the other thing let me clarify because somebody asked me about this. So my, my daughter's four and she's in pre-K for all. She's in a private school, but the private school offers pre-K for all, and she's able to stay in her same school. That's just for somebody specifically who asked me that question. But um, there's only five kids in her class, Monday and Wednesday. Well, Rick's also okay. And then the other five kids go on Tuesday and Thursday. What Rick's not telling you is that uh, his child is actually dressed in a hazmat suit um, <laughs> and put inside of a bubble. And then the teacher themselves are in a bubble and they communicate through sign language. That's how safe it is. And I'm and I'm and 99 percent sure that they were already exposed to COVID in early March when I oh. had it. And, you, you know, my, my criticism is not so much for the kids. It's mm. the city trying to manipulate these numbers with the teachers and the administrators, because my, my feeling is that they are still being exposed. So. Okay, like in in our school, um, the the thing was, I think there was one active case that appeared to come from the school. The other cases appeared to be infections outside of the school. Mm-hmm. So that person who still was exposed is still going to school, not realizing that they've been exposed until that person who exposed them to the virus has been tested. So well, my you, point is, you, we, you, there is constant levels of exposure that is only being realized once someone gets tested. Right. You cannot eliminate it. Right. You can reduce it. You can reduce the likelihood of infection, but you can't eliminate it. Right. But you also have to think about a four-year-old and educating her through Zoom. It doesn't work. I get it. Part of, part of, especially for her age, part of it is her socialization with other children. And it's so important for her right now. Like I, if, if I, if, if I could take a video and show you her reaction to going to school and being around other kids and being able to play and to learn. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be hyped to send her. You'd be hyped to send her too. When we were on lockdown and then in August, when she went to summer camp for those few weeks she came out saying dad camp is awesome Mm. which she's never said to me she's never said those words to me before Mm. but she's like dad camp is awesome and and just beaming like they need that interaction with other children and that's why we're, we're sort of grateful for it because um that gives that gives her that outlet you know and she's learning a lot like just being around other children and seeing what they do and how they do the things that they do. It's their interaction with other children at this point in, in their, in their development that, um, that helps them grow. No, I, I get it. That's why I'm fortunate that our kids are beyond that stage. I do miss the fact that they are not as physically engaged and, you know, traveling and uh, PE and all the things that they would normally get if they were in the school building. I guess my my biggest criticism is I feel like the city is manipulating the numbers and not just being plain and saying, listen, we're we're taking a calculated risk and we don't know what the infection rate will mean in terms of how it affects the schools. 
but we're going to keep doing it as 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 best as possible. And I, I think that is sort of the message, but I think when we try to say uh, 3% in the building versus 9% in the city, it, it, it just, I don't know, it, it feels artificial to me. If they say we don't know, it would cost them probably $500 million. I don't know is never something that you can say from the city or the government. You can't say, I don't know. Even if it's wrong or you make it up. But that gives room room for uncertainty and for people to come up with all types of nonsense to take the space of false numbers and false narratives. True. I don't know that the numbers are false. I think their meanings can be manipulated. Right. That's that's what I mean. The numbers could be because because I don't I don't know if nine percent how nine percent outside the school affects what happens inside the school. I don't actually know. Right. And I don't think anybody knows. That's my point. No, no, no. But them shutting it down, I do have confidence in that they they wouldn't take the chance that they, that it would come back on them. I am confident in that, that I don't feel like they would take the chance that deaths of teachers or administrators coming back on them. I don't think they would take that chance. Godspeed, young man. I don't know if it was a public school building. I don't know if I would feel the same. But I'm I'm comfortable where they are. Attorney standing by. Exactly. Salino. <laughs> Injury attorney. Salino's <laughs> dead. No, oh, Barnes. Barnes, Barnes, Barnes. Injury Barnes, attorney. Barnes. My homeboy but, is six feet under. Just I know this is a sidebar, but Salino's uh he does have a firm. I don't know who's running it. Wait, both of them died? No, oh. Salino died, but somebody is using his name oh. and likeness. Oh, Are you sure? Oh, 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 oh. Yes, one of them is still alive. I, I, I saw a billboard. I saw a billboard for both. I heard a Barnes uh, commercial today. His number is eight million. No, no, no. <laughs> He's got eight hundred zero 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 zero. Yo, but I in the commercial that. they say eight. Million. Just yeah. dial eight million. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I interviewed with them. I interviewed to do, what? What? To, do to, what? What? to be in charge of their marketing. You know how much money they spend on marketing? They have a they, they have they have a whole firm, but I interviewed to be on that team of the people that to be in charge of all the paid media for for that firm. I didn't get too far in that process. But I was I was definitely in contention. They spent a lot of money nationwide. All right. Um, New Year's Eve. Had a great holiday spent at home. Uh, as everybody knows, I have a daughter. My daughter's still in the hospital. So it wasn't a whole lot going on. We wasn't going out. So I spent New Year's Eve holding my daughter. And that's how I brought the New Year's Eve in, just holding her in my arms. Aww. And I was very excited. And doing it. That was wonderful. It was a good time. Pop up um, there with was with his cup. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the the world happened. So I wake up yesterday morning, and um, my number two, uh, who works for me because I work for myself, my number two works for me. Send me an email. Say, uh, yeah, Mac found another job. Uh, I quit. Hope everything works out. God bless you and good night. And that was it. No two weeks notice. No nothing. And today was the first day of the new year with stuff due. So that was interesting. And then today I had a doctor's appointment. I was going to see my do- uh, see my daughter after. So I'm leaving the doctors and I was like, you know what? It's been a minute because I, I, I miss the creature. Does it, do you guys miss the creature's comfort, the creature comforts of New York City? I really miss the regular shit. So this is like whenever I walk by there, I go to Starbucks. So I go to Starbucks and I order my 
cappuccino, latte, whatever. And they have tables outside. So I look outside, seems to be safe. I sit in a chair and like two tables over this, two old white guys talking amongst themselves in the cold. It's evening. The sun is set. And I hear them talking about politics. He goes, you know what the problem is? The problem is the TV. There's lies on the TV. Oh, yeah. Trump this and this one, that and whatever. So I'm just trying to drink my coffee, texting my phone because I have to wait. And then I'm going to go upstairs to the hospital. Out of the blue, the age group's like, got to be 65-ish. So the guy was like, well, let me ask you, um, are you a homosexual? He's talking to you? No, he was talking to the guy oh. across the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, wow. That's what you get for minding your business. He was like, are you a homosexual? <laughs> and he goes, well, you know. He goes, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he goes, well, you know, uh, he goes, I've, I've done some things. <laughs> what? What was that talking was that a Tinder no. date? What the fuck was no. going on? The Starbucks in Hell's Kitchen. I've done some things. Am I a homosexual? Ah, it's debatable. And my man's like, nah, it's not debatable. <laughs> it's like, it's, now, mind you. He goes, he goes, no. No, it's not debatable. It's like, yeah, yeah homosexual. You're not homosexual. He goes, it's all right. But uh, you're homosexual. Then he goes, yeah, were you thinking of having relations with me? So now, okay, now whatever I was, hold up, whatever really I was weird. doing, Whatever I was doing, I stopped because now they have my attention. He says, so he says, were you thinking about having relations with me? He goes, he goes you're a cool guy. He goes, I wasn't thinking in that vein and 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 so and so and so. All right. So the conversation leaves that. They start talking about somebody else. And he's like, yeah, you know, Phil or who they were talking about. Yeah, Phil or whatever, whatever. He said, did you have relations with Phil? <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, no, he no, probably no. did. Phil's a slut. He's, <laughs> he says no. He says no, no. Phil and I were just friends. He goes, "You sure? You sure?" He goes, "I think you have relations with him. I think you have relations with him." What the fuck was this dude? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is fucking bugged out. So a woman comes out of Starbucks. An older woman comes out. She was much younger than them, but a woman. I don't know how much younger I was at this point. I'm just eyes focused down. And so she comes over and she sits down with them. I didn't know she was with. She sits down with them and she sits down with the guy who was asking the questions, not the guy who's questionable. And she says to um, so he says, he goes, hey, did you know your boy here was a homosexual? He said, did you know your boy here was a she goes, oh, there's nothing wrong with being a homosexual. She goes, I think he's trying to have relations with me. And I think he had relations with Phil. She goes, it's OK, but I want to know. And she starts going into it, whatever. So anyway, the conversation starts going into who's a homosexual, who's not a homosexual. And I was trying to drink my my little. Uh, chai tea latte and i just got up and bounced but anyway new york city is still alive and well god bless all right that's it you sure you want a starbucks <laughs> or do you want the um um strap with the ball in your mouth or would you like something else uh, i mean they are shutting down uh swingers Ooh, game, so maybe it was right next door to the blue clam mm. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but they, my man was going way too hard on your boy. He just said the blue clam police academy. Direct. All right. Um, let's get yeah, into the show. The show. <laughs> this is a show? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. 
streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. Mitch McConnell. Fuck um, Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Or that should be, we should play that on the show. So not only, not, Mitch McConnell um, is trying to block these $2,000 checks. Not try. And it didn't, it didn't go through. I thought it got overridden. He blocked no, it. No, he, he blocked, blocked it. it. He blocked. <laughs> he blocked there it. is no try. They didn't only do. He didn't even bring it to the floor. <laughs> and he and he's, he's allowed to bring it to a vote. And he's like, nah, I'm going to sit on that for a minute. I don't see it sitting there on my desk. I'm going to pretend like I don't see it. And Donald Trump is cold calling for uh, criminal charges. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Which one of these is worse? How do you guys feel about it? I thought we were done with this, and apparently not. Which fuck up you want to talk about first? Mitch McConnell? What did he gain by just sitting on it? What is he gaining? Like, it's the nigga act like he has to write the check. He doesn't have to write the check. And then when you look at all the money that's going outside of the country to other countries, and you're not even feeding your own, it's ridiculous to me. Mm. And the fact that he just sat on this shit when they could have just been like, you know what? I guess, um, you know, Israel can't get 500 million. They're only going to they're going to have to live with just 200 million this time. You know what? Uh, Saudi Arabia can't get that one point five billion or whatever the fuck they gave them. They're going to have to sit on that a little bit and help the people that are here. They could have wrote that check, that two thousand dollars easily. They just would have had to take away from all the other money they had given away. And you can't tell me they're giving that. They're giving over $500 million to Israel. That shit ain't all going to Israel. That, that, that About $50 million, that shit gets uh, fucking transaction fees. Why do we need to take away anything from anything? Because if anybody's paying attention, all of these stimulus checks that we're getting are just advances on the taxes from next year. So if that's right. the case... It's, it's our money. It's our money. So, so we what don't do you have care to pay that back. $600 is going to come out of your taxes, my guy. If you yeah, get a stimulus, when it yeah, comes but, next year, they're just going to take it out of the money that you already paid into the system. Yeah, I know. I, well, I understand so if you that, were supposed that, to get a $3,000 refund, you only get 1000 back. No, that's not whatever, true. Less the stimulus, whatever you got. That's not true. No, I think that was for um, if you had your taxes reduced in your um, compensation. If you had an employer and you were being paid uh, checks, you can actually ask your employer not to take out federal tax and they would do so, but you would be responsible for those federal taxes and have to pay double taxes this year. For the, for the economic impact, I don't think it was working the, that exact same way. It was sort of like, if you remember the George W. Bush checks that were just like, you know, here, this is supposed to stimulate the economy and also keep people afloat. And I put that those, in quotes. Those those checks, those stimulus checks were different as far as I, I understood. Like, I'm not sure it's exactly what Mac is talking about, but we you do have to pay it back, and it is based on your income tax. Under the CARES Act, hold on. Under the CARES Act, the stimulus checks are treated as fully refundable tax credit for 2020, which means it isn't included in gross income and thereby isn't subject to taxes. However, the stimulus checks are an advance on your 2020 tax credit and you'll need to report it 
when you file your 2020 taxes. Yeah, so it goes on your income. It's not going to take two thousand dollars away from right. your fucking your income tax. It's going to be a it's, yeah, it's, it's, an advance. it's an advance on your tax credit. So any money that you are credited back, this is an advance on those monies. No, that it's not. Okay, that's, that's not, what, not what I heard. What you just read. That's, that's that is not, what it said. That is no, what it said. I, what I heard is that they're going to treat that as additional income, which is going yes. to be taxed at the rate of your normal tax rate. They're not you're not going to be responsible for paying the entire amount back. Just look up. You you look up. Does the stimulus check come out again? I thought that, too. And I read into it and it's it's something different. It's not what you're saying. If your refund is four thousand dollars, let's say they're not going to take eighteen hundred dollars off of that. Is that what you're implying? The government has no money other than the money we give it. It's we all our money. I'm I'm reading this from Barron's. It's all our money. The confusion so surrounding hold on. The, the confusion surrounding stimulus checks comes from the money being alternatively described and as, as an advance refund and payment. Some people may interpret the stimulus checks as an advance payment of your typical refund, but stimulus sin- so motherfucker explains it is technically an advanced payment of your refund directly and only related to this particular tax credit that's what it says yeah the tax credit so what's the tax credit right it just said look it says here the stimulus check does not necessarily impact your 2020 tax refund or payment due exactly it depends on what your tax rate is and what you're paying but then the next paragraph says, "Is it, it is technically an advance payment of your refund directly. And then you said something about a credit. It has to do and with only whatever. related to this tax credit. Yeah. So whatever that credit is, is a percentage of it. It's not they're not going to just take the eighteen hundred dollars from whatever the whatever your payment normally is. It doesn't You're work. It's going to be taxed at your normal tax rate. It's going to be it's going to be a part. It's going to you're going to it's going to be an income. So if you get the eighteen hundred dollars, it goes on top of whatever you made and then you get taxed on that. <laughs> this tax moment has been brought to you by these niggas don't know what they talk. <laughs> I think we need to talk to a, I think we need to talk to a tax expert. I'm chair CPA. Yo, I, I'm going to I'm going to text my tax accountant tomorrow. And um there'll be an update when this when this episode releases whether or not <laughs> okay i'll fucking i'll do the update you know what i'm saying but i'm telling you right now it has to do with the credit it's it's not it, they just don't take whatever they took from you off the top of your money they don't do that it doesn't work that, that way. but that was the case if anybody um had opted into the payroll uh tax program that they had where you could opt to not pay federal taxes for a period of time, then you would be liable for paying those taxes the following year, which is now this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're basically working off whatever uh, refund you may have received. You know, so if, if you if you get X amount of dollars for a refund and you decide to forego whatever money they're taking out of you, you know, when it you basically you're rolling the dice, hoping that you come up even, you know, and you don't have your own money. You're still getting a loan. Like you're still giving yourself a loan. You're just kicking the can down the road. Whether whether you pay it back or whether your kids pay it back, it's 
it's still our money. Of course. Right? It's, it's not like the government is not a money making venture. It's not it's not a corp it is a corporation, but it's not it's not a it's not a, a, a money making corporation. And if it does make money, it makes money from us feeding it. Right. right. We're 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 feeding it it's whatever money it has. But I like what Vin was saying earlier, and I actually agree with that. I don't understand why they didn't look at it as how most people have to look at their budgets. This is the revenue that we have to deal with. We need to give people money to sustain themselves. So that means I can't pay X amount of money to whatever country this is. I've got to reduce that in order to take care of Americans. If it's America first, Mm -hmm. if it's not America first, well, yeah, I mean, you know, but I'm just saying that's that's the uh, the slogan that they were kicking. If it's America first, then you should take care of home first and all the uh, foreign aid that was going out. That should have been pork, reduced or at least second. The pork barreling they were doing, it was, right. it was you know, filling all, all that foreign aid. Like, why would we get, be giving foreign aid to Saudi Arabia? Does that make sense? It's furthering American business interests. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what it's all about. And specific and specific industries mm-hmm. and certain people make money off of that. Weapons. Which which underscores the point that this was not about we can't afford to do it. Oh. Our priorities are over here, not yeah. but also, here, meaning but it also protects American business interests and it also protects our access access to oil. Having dead and poor people on the street protects our interests just as well. It doesn't destabilize our economy by Saudi Arabia deciding to sell oil someplace else and not having a bunch of poor people and and, and whatever whatever money we gave Saudi Arabia is a drop in the bucket. It's in comparison right. to the money that they're making, right? The You're money right. that they have, the You're wealth right. that they have. But, but my, my, it's actually to help American business. It's actually everything to stabilize the economy. It's greasing, it's greasing their way in. It's greasing stabilizes the economy. It stabilizes so? the economy. How so? How so? Why do you think they went into Iraq? Iraq wasn't about weapons of mass destruction. Iraq was about Saddam was about to take the oil off the dollar. Our money's not based on gold anymore. It's based on oil. We're a petroleum-based society. If they had taken Iraq, which was the second largest pool of reserved of oil, it could have destabilized the dollar because well, we the dollar control of that reserve. So that is a false narrative. The revenue from Iraq still floats to our to our shores, and the revenue still based on the dollar. If he had moved it over to euro like he was planning, it could have destabilized our our income. Listen, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just telling you why they did it. All of the story and all of that and oh Saddam's weapons that's no, a lie. No, but no. I, I tend to think that it was about military contracts and being able to support and justify the slush fund in the military uh no. budget. That's a that's a byproduct. That's, that's a bonus. That's, that's that's like small change. How's that small change? In comparison to oil money? Yeah. It's small change. How much are we getting from oil? Look around your house and tell me what's not made of plastic. The mics were talking about them. No, I'm saying how much is the U.S. government or whoever the oligarchs, the American oligarchs, you're saying that the money that they're making from oil is far exceeding the amount of money that they make from the military contracts? Yes. Yes. Okay. Everything that's made out of What? Three times as much as the top 10 other countries. In military funding, for what? For what reason, that, though? 
and to, to for the oil. Causes. Right. Look around your house. Look in front of you. Show me something that isn't made out of plastic. Everything that's made out of plastic is petroleum. It's all oil. Our cars are made out of plastic. Petroleum. Everything that's in your recycle bin, 80% of it is plastic, is petroleum. When you get in your car, it's petroleum. When you get on a plane, it's petroleum. We are a petroleum-based society. And that's the Illuminati's plan. <laughs> there you have with, it, folks. With plastic. Whoever controls the petroleum controls the economy. If the petroleum is connected to a particular currency, that I just, some, I just look this up. Sure. The U.S. military budget is $617 billion. No. I'm, I'm looking at the number right now. $617 billion? Okay, mm-hmm. The total revenue of the United States oil and gas industry came up to $181 billion. <laughs> what is the worldwide consumption of oil? point that I'm making is the amount of money that we are putting into the military is still substantial. That's where the that's the drug. That's the slush fund. There's more money in the military and, and giving out these contracts than it is in the oil. Yes, I understand what is, the oil. What, what is what? Why are we building the military? Why are we why are we reinforcing? We, we're building military. stuff that we don't even need to Who stabilize. Fighting? <laughs> but shit. you're talking you're talking right. about tanks and all these other military uh, equipment it's, that is it, not doing it. It's not that the United States. It's not that the United the the U- U.S. government makes that much money off of it. But the U.S. military is a tool of all of these oil companies. It's a tool because they have access and the influence. The government still has to run as a government. They get to point the gun. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think that the money Canada, Germany, Japan, South Korea don't have, they have some, don't have military. Do you know who their military might is? Us. To protect them from their neighbors, all and of let's them. Not forget Saudi, let's not forget the those countries in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia as well. But Saudi Arabia, a little different, a little different. Saudi Arabia yeah, has their own military. Yeah, what did we? How did we get here? How the fuck did we go from fuck Mitch McConnell? Because it's it's about how the money is being used and the fact that he right. would yeah, yeah, yeah. block two thousand dollars from yeah, US right, right. Americans yes. who literally I, need I would, this money. I, I was trying to figure out like what is what is his strategy? Like what yeah. is the upside? What is the thing that is saying to him it's a better strategy to keep this money away from the American people? What is the what is the and I feel like maybe he is trying to completely sever himself from uh the Trumpsters and maybe appeal to the conser- the fiscal conservatives again because that's where he started. That's where he started as like a real Republican fiscal conservative is, is he now, you know, trying to is, is now, is there a split in the Republican party and he is standing on one side and the rest are standing on the other or because it's a big deal uh, for him to keep this money from, especially people in his home state of Kentucky. Just type the six hundred dollars and go to Popeye's chicken. I, I actually they need it more exercise. than most. I think this is an exercise in determining what is the pain threshold. Mm. They've for already who? stretched for Americans. They've already stretched this out. What 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 was the original? Twelve hundred dollars, which I never got, by the way. Twelve hundred dollars 
over eight, nine months. And now they come with the $600. (laughs) Like, it's $1,800. No, they literally cut everything in half. Right. So that's $1,800 over about a a span of nine months. That's $200 a month in terms of domestic aid. I think this is really just a test. You, You can... How disrespectful you can be. Yeah, how disrespectful can so, we be? So, 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 wait, so here's a question. How much should they have given out? And what do you think people would have actually done with it? $2,000 should have been given out. And what $2,000 over what like, period of time? $2,000 it, it, it a month up. until they reinst- reinstate right. everybody to get back to work. Okay. It should so, have been a one-time payment. They should have been able to pay you 80% of whatever you were making. So, So here's my problem with that. Like and and again, no, I don't like poor people. <laughs> they work I cheap. Talking, I didn't know. I did. I know somebody who was working at. I got people like quitting it. on me. Now he didn't have a job. He would have quit on me. <laughs> I, I I know somebody who worked at a coffee shop, <laughs> and I know somebody that worked at a startup. And he came bet you home. The startup guy was broke. It came home. Coffee oh, the shop guy had tips. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee shop was out of business. They they literally went belly up because nobody's going to get coffee. So I asked them, I said, what's going on with the stimulus? Oh, yeah, I got my check, blah, 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 blah. They were like, I hope this goes on forever because I'm making more now. Two different conversations. People don't know who each other. I'm making more now than I was making at work. You're confusing unemployment benefits with uh, the stimulus check. All and in. Also- and all also, in, they were getting unemployment plus stimulus. They they like, were not. I don't want to go back to work. Their wages to begin with. So now we are upset that oh wait a minute, these people have fair wages now. They can yeah. actually semi support the lifestyle that they have. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about glorious lifestyles. We're talking about pretty average people who are just trying to pay the bills, maybe splurge here and there. Mind you, they're not, not going anywhere. They're just paying where, their rent. Where are they going? They're just paying their rent and buying groceries because they. I'm not. I'm not knocking it, but they were like, "I'm not." Place. But I'm not. They were like, "I don't want to go back to work because I'm making. I'm gonna hold out as long as I can because I'm making more money not working than I'm making working, and that, like that was a problem. I don't care. You just said it was a problem for who? Yeah, it's a pro- It is a problem for for the for the uh, what do you call it? GDP. <laughs> the, the word you were looking for was me. No, we honestly, that GDP. shit that shit don't affect me at all. But the, for the GDP, but it does affect you. You're an entrepreneur. You have to hire people, so that affects wages. Yeah, I don't pay wages like everybody else. I pay wages against production, and I don't, I don't have those problems. But I'm just saying, all of this affects the economy, and the idea that people who yes. finally had a livable wage in their household that's problematic. That's how but we're looking. No, but they, they didn't have a livable. It wasn't a livable wage. It was a livable handout, and I'm not against it. No, I, what I'm saying, I'm not against it. Yeah, great. It's, it's a handout. Handout. But but the point is that they were able they to earn it. They didn't earn little, it. They didn't earn it. So because why, why, why didn't they earn it? Were, weren't they, they working? Hold on, hold on. Because they weren't they weren't working. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. You you work and pay taxes yes. for the government yes. to support you in those times. So you did earn it. Yes. You earned every single dollar of it. Okay, so when you tell me you don't want to go back to work because you're making more money sitting at home, that's where it becomes a problem. But this is how you fix the problem. You then make the wage the same amount of money that you just gave away so people can live again, and then they'll want to go back to work. And, and can I put an end? Yeah, go ahead. 
and you deal with the epidemic or the pandemic so people can go back to work. But why am yeah. I going to risk my life? Panoramic. Wages? Panoramic. Excuse me. <laughs> Panoramic. Yeah. Why am I going to risk my life for wages that can't support me for my for my day to day? Yeah. Why? Right. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Okay. Right. So if that check wasn't coming go, in, would go, they out, have- go out into the world, possibly get COVID, yeah. and you can't afford your rent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, this right. Makes and, and I don't have insurance. So now if I go to the hospital, insurance. now I got a $300,000 bill because they put a respirator near my face. I didn't even use it, but I'm paying a $300,000 bill. So now oh, I'm, I'm fucking bankrupt that, that I can't even pay my fucking bills anymore. So all of I you are okay. devastating the economy. There you go. That would devastate the economy. All right. And my student loans to do, and they don't give a fuck. So you're okay paying taxes. So you're okay paying taxes for people to sit at home and play PlayStation Five. You are going, okay. going to pay taxes no matter what. Wait, it doesn't matter what those people do. They are not freeloaders in the system. And the, they are freeloaders you, throughout the entire okay? system. The problem is the that. new freeloaders would have been the people who actually deserve to freeload on the system. Yes. You know who the biggest freeloaders are? The billionaires the who fucking caked off. Yeah. Those are the freeloaders. Yes. The 500 million, the 500 billion they gave away in the first fucking act and they gave another trillion away again. Right. Who the fuck's getting all this money? I, I read this meme the other day. Billionaires need working class, but working class don't need billionaires. No. Right. They caked off of us. Those are the freeloaders. It's like uh-huh. how much that, that, that's we, we've had this discussion before. How much do you actually need? Like why? Why are we at this point where? There's like a thousand Scrooge McDucks out there and they're all swimming in their pond of money and it's never enough. And then when we get into a situation like this, this is what we were talking. I was talking to my wife about this the other day and we talked about this before. The airlines were in the black for like the last 10 years because they've been charging that bag fee. That bag fee is the reason why they've been in the black for the last 10 years. Nigga, you telling me a month after this fucking shit shutdown comes, y'all broke, y'all ain't got no money. Hey, about. How? Why didn't y'all save for a rainy day? No, y'all bought back into your company to inflate the stock market, to inflate the stock. And now y'all don't have no money. Y'all don't have anything liquid to deal with paying your people wages and everything else. That's bullshit. And then we gave them money. Meanwhile, motherfuckers can't eat. That's well, no, airlines went un- no airlines went under or got bailed out during this whole thing. The last CARES Act, they didn't get any money. You sure? They did get some money. They got some money. They got some money. Because they, they cried, some. they cried that oh, we don't have any money. What are we gonna do? We're not flying again, and blah blah blah. Fuck out of here! It if held the stock flying, price up. Yo, it held the stock price. Up. They weren't flying. When what bailed out? I think all of them got some bread. I don't know. They all got a little bit know. of money. Look at the first one. I don't know about the second one. I know the first one. They got some money. Because because PP the. It wasn't that much money in that in that. Uh, December twentieth, twenty twenty. Airlines will get fifteen dollars, fifteen billion dollars in federal aid. Must call back thirty two thousand furloughed workers. Yeah, they got thirteen um, billion dollars from the CARES Act. Airlines also received twenty five billion dollars in March. So that's thirty billion dollars in one year. That's a little something. I mean, that's not a lot of money. That's a little something. But the airlines, but the airlines are a necessity. The airlines are. If we don't have the airlines, fuck, we, fuck them. If they're not flying, what, what are we? What are we doing? But here's the thing that kills it's me about capitalism. If you want to fly in COVID land, then fucking make it expensive. 
I thought the whole idea of capitalism is to innovate. And if you can't create a space that people want to be comfortable in flying with your airlines, then you should die off. That's what capitalism is supposed to be about. But again, we have freeloaders in the system and it's okay for those guys to freeload in the system. But when it's time for actual human beings to be taken care of for a small period of time, then there's a problem. And that's that's an awful way to look at uh, how we treat uh, Americans. And uh, and all the and all the quote unquote socialist shithole countries that he was talking about are taking care of their people met better than it, than we're taking care of our own fucking people, right? So this is this is bullshit. And he's like, yo, and <laughs> this dude is all he wants to do is is overturn the election. He's not even thinking about anything else, nigga. He's not thinking of anything else or anybody else right now. That last little shit where he wanted to hold that bill up was just a ploy to get attention. That's all it was. Should he be should he be arrested? Should he be indicted when he goes to Georgia? Or once he's no longer president, should the state of Georgia indict him immediately? Georgia, just based on that phone call, based on that phone call, which by the way is worse than the phone call or identical to the phone call that he had with the Ukraine, which is what he got impeached for, which was also criminal activity. What did the Ukraine? What was what was that? Was I mean, based based on what I what he got impeached for. Oh, okay. Based on on what I've been um, hearing, it's a slippery slope because they have to prove what he knew in order to convict him of wrongdoing. They'd have to prove that he knew um, that he lost and he was telling him to uh, swing it his way. Well, he did say and that. He, and no, no, well, he, 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 no, 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 he never, I mean, he, he never, he never said I lost and I need you to swing it my way. I had to look at the transcript. I remember him saying the exact number of votes he needed to in order to win, and he needed them to yes. find the find the vote. But he kept saying that he, he kept saying that we won Georgia and they're taking it away from us or whatever, right? So they'd have to prove that he knew that he lost and he needed them to swing it in a different. It's, it's so just about, like a legal, it's like a legal battle, like trying to prove that he knew he's full so of shit. What, like, but what do you think about the part where he says you could cut? The roll, the, the the voter roll by Look, half. I, then that, I'll cut that in half, and then I'll cut that in half, and then we'll have enough. I'm not, I'm not arguing for Trump. I'm not saying that Trump. <laughs> I believe you Trump are is doing right. No, 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 no. I'm saying that in court. No, no, no. I got you. What, what the law, what the law is going to say is like, okay, you got to prove that he knew. You got to, you got to prove that conspiracy. Like he knew, but he was talking in in code, in code, right. Then they got to prove that the, that what that code meant. Mm-hmm. How smart was the head of elections from Georgia, not only to record it, but have his lawyer on the call? And basically, oh, yeah. what he, first of all, shout out to him be, for having some integrity, but base for excuse me, having the utmost of integrity. And not only that, what he he got on there and he was like, "Yo, check this out," because because Trump said, "Blah blah blah." He goes, he goes. Unfortunately, he says, "You have people giving you information. We have people giving us information." And unfortunately, our information is not in alignment with what you're saying. He goes, or what, what was the other thing? He said, your data is wrong. He says, or yeah, the data that data. you have, your data is wrong. And you actually didn't win. But Shout they learned their lesson. They, they, got, they got burned the first time when Lindsey Graham got on the phone with them. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, 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 no. This time we're going to record it. And if you try to play us. 18 times. They called him 18 times before he picked up. Yeah. His attorney was probably trying to get to this office and he was like, uh, he was wait, like, I'll be right there, my guy. <laughs> wait till Ryan gets here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ryan, Ryan, 
Yeah, I'm here, bro. I'm here, bro. I'm here. <laughs> All right, let's Yo, can you imagine he's looking at his cell phone and he hits ignore? <laughs> it says 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Ignore. Here's White the most amazing, here's the most amazing thing. I cannot wait for the movies to come out of this administration. These are going to be the best HBO, Netflix, Prime. I'm sure Oliver Stone is working on the Trump movie right shit now. Shit. Oh, Oliver Stone might, might paint it in his direction. But can it be anything other than a comedy? Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't even nah. see it. Oliver Stone ain't making being, no comedy. I can't, I can't see it without Alec Baldwin. Like, I can't even see uh, it happening. Oh, have you wow. Have you guys watched the uh, HBO, the Comey film? No. Yes. No. Very good. That's. I, I feel like most of them will be in that vein. I agree. I agree. Very serious. The scumbaggery. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing is, I, th- I think Hakeem Jeffries was like, listen, we know he broke the law, but it's just going to be a distraction. And it's a horrible way to look at somebody in terms of the law. But I, like I said yesterday in the meeting, I think he's, if, if this went to trial, he would be the OJ. It would suck up all of the oxygen in this year. But we can't let it go because if we let it go, someone is going to come along and it's going to be worse. But I feel like they, not, there are other cases like that about, have a stronger the, chance of getting him. It's and not going to be about the it's reason we have laws. Wrong. The reason we it's have not. laws and the reason we have sentences behind it is I'm going to make an example out of you. So that somebody else who comes behind you doesn't do the same dumb shit because uh, they don't want to go to jail. Trump ain't going nowhere. He ain't going to fucking jail. Okay. If he goes to jail, I will celebrate that day. I, I mean, just, I, I hope, but he's not. He's not. He's not going to go to jail. I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't necessarily need him to go to jail, but I need to. I need him to spend the rest of his days in fucking courtrooms, like every fucking day, until he fucking dies. Mm. in a courtroom mm. fight for his life. That's what I'd like to see. Because well, I think that, that would torture him. Melania's going to him. has been brought by Alaric. Mm. Barron's, Barron's not even going to talk to him. He doesn't even know his father. He doesn't even talk to him. He's not going to talk. He's going to say, fuck Don Jr. Don't, don't call me. <laughs> I want him to spend the rest of his days in fucking courtrooms fighting for his fucking life. Jesus Christ. I can get behind that. I don't care if he goes to jail. I don't I care. Can- is that Lincoln Town Car that takes him to the fucking courthouse every day? <laughs> and that is his jail. His <laughs> ground on day. All right, what are we drinking on, fellas? This week's libation. I'm drinking wine today. Mm. I'm drinking something called Craggy Range. And it is a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a white. It is a Marlboro from New Zealand, 2019. It is absolutely unbelievable. Delicious. Sweet. Not too, not too sweet, but nice. Does that come with a vagina? Mm. <laughs> it doesn't come with an umbrella. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. You can't have well, pina colada. I'm drinking, I'm drinking Terry's Coquito stronger than that. That wine you're having, it's it's a Sauvignon Blanc. And what I do is I have a slice Fine. of cheese. I have a slice of cheese and some pepperoni. Are you a homosexual? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, and I have a cracker. It's delicious. That's fine. My wow. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay, cool. I wear the you You're drinking Coquito, Vin. What are you drinking, Rick? 
<laughs> I am drinking Indiana straight rye whiskey. Um, yeah. That's my Trump presentation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I too am drinking Terry's Coquito. I am finishing right. it. I actually have another bottle, but that bottle is been already has someone else's name on it. So I'm not even going to think about it. Otherwise, I would drink that bottle too. I know. <laughs> I gave away one bottle of Coquito to my mother-in-law and I regretted it. <laughs> she didn't need that whole bottle. She just had a uh, She came over for Christmas and she was like, mm, this is good. Like, All right, let me get her one for New Year's. Just celebrate at home. Oh shit. She came and got it, and I was like, we were out of we were out of coke. We, we were out of our bottles. So our bottles were done. Wow. She came over to get it, and you know, you hand it over, like, but you don't really like enjoying it, snatching it back. Enjoy. How about I take? Let me. You know what? Before you leave, let me just take a glance. <laughs> I just want a glance of it. You know, before you go, because you're not gonna drink all this for yourself. <laughs> oh. oh man. All right. All right. All right. That's it. Well. We want to thank everybody for hanging out with us on the first episode of Decoding 40, coming to you live every single Friday. And you can catch us on the live. We're going to do live on Facebook and YouTube every Monday night. And please, if you like the show, didn't like the show, have a comment, have something to tell us. Give us a call. 608-618-4040. Leave us a message. Tell us what you think. And feel free to... Uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash decoding40. We're trying to take the podcast to new heights this year, and we need your support to do so. So we appreciate you guys. We love you guys, and we will check you guys out next week. Any last words, guys, besides go vote? Well, I guess uh, by the time Atlanta hears this, David, voted. Yeah, that's not going to be voted. But, you know, <laughs> you, hopefully you guys anyway. listen to you. Yeah, we hope vote. you took your booty to the pole. Peace. Peace, Atlanta. Talk to you. Peace. Peace. Decoding 40.